0: Hello and welcome to my second episode of my fortnightly podcast, Mihal Mahipal Unplugged. I'm trying to keep my podcast as interesting as possible and this is why I decided to talk about different subjects each fortnight to allow you to gain more interesting facts, inspiration and knowledge about these things such as Psychic Development, Shamanic Astrology, Energy Medicine and Healing Foods. If you want to know more about me, what I'm up to and what I'm offering, you can visit my website on www.mehalmahipal.com and find all the information there. Today's subject, we're going to dive into the area of psychic development. And I want to talk about how to connect with your spirit guide today. Because I know that there are people who really work very closely with their spirit guides and they do trust them to offer support, assistance, inspiration and healing. And there are also people who may be heard of spirit guides, but they're not quite sure how to really make a connection with them. And they might even asking them, do they actually exist? And to be really honest, it's really good that you do ask yourself these questions. Because on the spiritual path, I mean, we're going to encounter a lot of things that can really blow our mind. You can also discover a lot of people who tell us all sorts of things. And I truly believe that the truth lies in what you personally experience and about the things that you're going to make up your own mind. As I said, because with our intuition, it's always telling us what is right or wrong, how something resonates with us, and sometimes we're not even ready to perceive new ideas, new truth, because there may be too far stretched. Yeah, There may be too out there. There may be too close to home. There may be threatening because they would also um, allow us to go beyond our own belief system. And that can be sometimes really scary. So with my personal journey, I always took the approach that I only believe um, what I can experience myself. I did ask the right questions Um I always confronted myself either with a new revelation or with something that my teacher, my mentor or the people told me and then I tried to figure out over time if that would be a possibility I wanted to dive deeper into, engage more. I'm going to find out more. So at the end of the day I'm not going to tell you that you need to believe in spirit guides, especially if you never ever had an encounter or an experience. But I want to help you how you can address this subject and how you can maybe start trying to connect with your spirit guide to figure out for yourself if they are real or not. And especially what guides are working with you at the moment in time. Because spirit guides at the end of the day They are really powerful helpers and supporters and they can offer you a great potential for higher guidance, wisdom and healing. But of course, because many of us are not even used to that other people are helping us or the people are not used to asking for help. And I'm one of them, I guess. I like to be really independent. I like to be in control of things. I like to have a plan. Um, So sometimes putting my trust into a higher power, not knowing where I'm going, not knowing what's going to happen next, can be quite challenging. However, you know, when you're working with spirit guides, that the type of guide who's working with you depends on the guide's purpose. And some spirit guides are here to teach us, others to heal, to guide or assist on a specific task or bring a new level of understanding. And also you will have your own reasons why you want or need to work with a guide. So we're always going from the reference point, I call it, what my personal desire is. Yeah. So you might going to be faced with a problem um, or a situation where you don't have the answers how to solve the problem or the situation. So you're going to put it out to the universe and saying, how can you or can you help me? what I'm supposed to do and a lot of people are familiar with this when we are confronted as I said with our limited belief system with our limited mind and even Albert Einstein already said we can't solve a problem from the place where the problem originated and most of the problems or where we're trying to solve them is with our logical mind and sometimes as I said we just don't have the answer um, to the question or we don't know how to solve a certain problem so that moment we might gonna if we are spiritually gonna say to the universe help me and what we then do we're gonna wait for a sign to occur somewhere and these signs that then can occur through you suddenly go into a bookshop and you might gonna find a title that's really speaking to you and this book holds the answers to your problem or you overhear a conversation Um, On the street, someone's talking about a subject that you've been thinking about. Or you go on the internet and suddenly a page pops up (laughs) on Facebook. It's been listening, Google's been listening to your question and it did hear you and here is the answer. So it's a little bit the universe is that kind of bigger Google. Yeah, we're putting our question out there and then we're going to wait for a response. So this can happen and then there will be, if you're open-minded, there will be a sign somewhere appearing you and then maybe giving you a clue of which direction to take. The same thing could be that actually your spirit guide even if you don't believe in it or you don't have a close relationship yet um, is going to start to make a move and trying to guide you in the right direction or to present you with the right person who can help you because you've been asking for help. So the first thing is how to connect with your spirit guide is we need to have a desire yeah that we need help we might going to reach the point where we don't know what to do anymore so we're going to go out of our own way and we need someone else to help us and this reason or this way is an intention yeah my intention is um to seek guidance, to receive healing, to have the answer to my problems. This is your intention that you're going to put out there. And it's very important because this is where the connection with your spirit guide actually starts. And the nature of your intent will draw the right guide to help you based on the law of resonance and invocation. So if you seek healing because you're feeling sick or you're ill or someone else in your family and you're just overwhelmed and you don't know what to do, you might go to do a prayer and ask God, the universe, your guide, can you give me or that person some healing? And then the healing guide will start moving or being activated because by the law of resonance, similarities, this is his job. If you have a problem that you don't know what to do with your job, or you have a certain question that you don't know the answer to, then that would be maybe a different guide who knows more about the subject, trying to help you to find the right answer. Definitely, basically, we can say that a guide would never ever force themselves onto you, but only respond to your request. So they're not going to scream and shout at you knocking on your door and you're not able to open because you don't believe in them but they're just responding to the desire that you send out to connect with them and that's kind of the link to the spirit world this is how we start to link with them some people do mistake the higher self with spirit guides so the higher self is the self above us or within us that has much more clarity on the bigger picture of our life and the universe and how things are working out. So at the moment you maybe don't know where you're going, if you're going to have your job next week or your relationship is in trouble and you really don't know how this is going to work out. But your higher self already maybe knows exactly what you would need it to do um, or how things will be working out, but it's not yet in your full consciousness. However, the higher self is still connected to you as a person, to your consciousness, and doesn't really go beyond this. Um, It's located outside of yourself, just above your head, above the crown chakra. And when you meditate and activate the higher self, you're also using that place then to connect with the spirit world and using that place to connect with your spirit guide. So they energetically would try to lower their vibration to match with your higher self and then their answer, their guidance, their healing would go through your higher self, into your mind, into your body and consciousness. So it's not the same thing. It's more like a portal and that can be used and linked um, that we're using to connect with the spirit world. And of course, if you want to work with spirit guides or you want to understand their recommendations or their advice a little bit more clearer and the message is a little bit more complex, not only a yes or no, but um, more complex, you will also need to learn to develop and work with your higher self. And then you can start connecting with your spirit guides in a way where the answer is a little bit more complex. For example, if you want to receive words of wisdom, inspiration, words of healing, or you want answers to very important or profound questions. You might seeking a sense of direction in life, or you need really clear instructions what to do next. So it's not just a yes or no kind of thing. And if you have not learned yet how to connect with your higher self, you can still ask your spirit guide to help you on a level where This complex communication doesn't need to take place. That means you can ask your guide if you need protection in a situation or sometimes when you feel insecure or suffer from anxiety um, or do you need some grounding or you're going somewhere and you're feeling really nervous. You're just going to say you ask your spirit guide to protect you for that period of time. You can ask them for support if you feel lonely or alone Um, and you're going through a dark place, so you don't need very complex answers. You just need your energy to shift, and you need someone to be there for you. Then you can ask for support. And of course, also healing energies can be transmitted without you knowing how to do it. And this way, you're just asking for healing. Yeah, If you're in pain, or you've got some mental health issues, or you have someone else's uh, friends or family, and you're not a healer, and sometimes even if you are a healer, it would be good not always to engage directly that you're going to take responsibility and give them healing directly, but say, hey, universe or spirit guide, I don't know you, and I don't know if you're there, but a part inside of you does believe they are, and they want to reach out now, and they want to request healing for yourself, or someone else's that you know where you think they could benefit from healing. And trust me, you don't need to know the spirit guide. It does work all the time. So these are things where, as I said, there's no clear instructions. You don't need any complex communication. It's something that that you can do immediately. And you also don't need to necessarily... You know, the spirit guides don't stop to exist just because your mind doesn't believe in them. Yeah. All it happens is that you're blocking your energy of resonance by saying, "Um, I don't believe in spirit guides, but they still will help you. Yeah. Even if you don't believe them, I think their ego (laughs) can deal with your doubts. They're not depending on if you they're not just popping up because you say they're there. It's more like the more you're going to work with your spirit guides, the more you get to know them, the more you believe in them, the stronger the connection will be, the more complex uh, your connection, your communication can be. But they still exist even if you're totally in denial of them. And if you then decide um, to request a help, they're not going to go like, oh, no, you haven't haven't been believing in me for the last 10 years and now you're asking me, uh, helping you, I definitely don't so they're not like that you know because they're spiritual beings they don't have that kind of ego uh, you haven't been calling me for 10 years and now you're asking me for a favor <laughs> so they're not like that um that would be humans yeah that that they're not human um so that that's why they don't have these kind of limitations so so they're quite all right they're chilling out there even without you believing in them um exactly so but yeah of course if you have more complex or complicated requests, um, for example, I don't know, um, I'm going to university and I don't know how to do my essay um, or my final assessment and I really need to have these very philosophical answers, can you help me? Um, so then they maybe can offer um, more inspirations or if you want to write a book or if you want to, I don't know, just, you know, you do public speaking, you need to have more complex answers, Um Or you have questions about life, you know, um, you have questions about life and death. You want to know what's after your physical body um, died or you want to know, yeah, any complex uh, questions, then then you will have a better um, connection to be able to communicate and understand them properly, what they're going to say to you. And also, if you start working with your higher self, that's a really important step you're going to take. If you want to learn more about mediumship, shamanic healing, channeling, past life regressions or any psychic work, then we need to have these basic things that we are talking about to our spirit guides and we open that connection to the spirit world and we want to receive much more information and know exactly what they're saying. So then you definitely need to learn um, how to connect with your higher self. And it's not the same as a meditation where you calm your mind, even though the meditation to calm your mind is the preparation to start connecting with your higher self, if you know what I mean. In meditation, what you do is you're drawing all your energy inwards, yeah, you're going deep, deep down into yourself to find that peace and quiet from any outer interruptions, disruptions, influences, anything that's gonna um, yeah, th- anything that's gonna activate your mind and then starts that thinking process and you want to become really still inside of yourself. And from this place, when you have learned and found the stillness within yourself, you then start to develop the connection to your higher self, to allow things to appear in the stillness, in this vastness, in this... I don't want to say darkness because that sounds really bad, but in that space that you created. So when you meditate, we are creating space in our mind, um, even in our bodies, in our being, yeah, we're gonna block everything out that's on the outside, and we are reaching a point of um peace and maybe emptiness, so yeah, and do you can become like a channel, and because you want this channel to be filled with something, um this is when the higher self connection um will take place where then these energies, higher energies from a higher place are coming into yourself and allowing you to see the bigger picture, to understand things that you've never seen that place um, that way before, that place before. You can learn this in my Ultimate Energy Master Program, which will be coming out, I'm thinking about maybe by the end of the year, where I'm teaching you exactly these steps, how to connect with your higher self, At the same time, you also will be introduced to all different spirit guides, their nature, their purpose, higher guides, lower guides, um, how to connect with them specifically. They have different invocations and how you can implement this knowledge in your everyday life to improve your life, to learn how to heal, to improve your business, to yeah, to have come from a place of higher guidance, so you don't need to do everything by yourself, which is sometimes a very limited um our energy as a human being is very limited, and so is our view on the world. All depends how we have been brought up, um, in which society, culture, with our parents, the teachings that we went through, um so that can be a very limited world view which we want to expand and we wanna go beyond and unlock. Anything else that we could be, yeah, dreams that we maybe deep down have, but we don't know how to achieve them. Um, new ways of living, thinking, and being in the world, and this will also be covered in my Ultimate Energy Master Program. You can go to one, my website and sign up for an email newsletter that you will receive once my Energy Master Program is up and running, and there will only limited spaces be available for people who are interested to learn more. So I can send you an email once this is there, so you won't miss a thing. Of course, before I said that to connect with your spirit guide, you not necessarily need to know that they exist, and that's really true. You can ask for help even if you doubt them. But if you want to build a strong, deep connection you will need to learn to acknowledge that they do actually exist. But I don't want you to just believe that because I'm saying it and I know they do. And even sometimes, to be honest, after all these years, I also go through phases of doubting or where I feel disconnected from my spirituality or my spirit connection. And these are really important phases in your life because if you're feeling disconnected that's the moment where your connection gets deeper and deeper. It's just hitting another plateau um, where you're going through a transformation and then you might even be prepared to work with a different guide because you're just like <laughs> like in t- Nintendo Mario or you just leveled up. yeah. So you're tuning to a new frequency, a higher frequency. So this is where we need to let go of the old and we need to embrace the new and in between there's this phase of doubts. And we can use, we can actually work from this place of doubts. Yeah, we can use this as a potential stage to move on to the next step. So I'm going to show you how you can actually do this. So assuming you have worked with spirit guides and you lost your connection or you are in a phase where you just new to spirituality You heard all sorts of things, you might have done a few courses, but you're not quite sure, you're not 100% convinced if you're doing it the right way or if the guides even exist. Let's say that's the place where you are right now. So we're going to use this place where we are right now. We fully embrace it, it's totally okay, not to be sure, not to know and being unsure about the reality of guides. And then we're going to choose one of these following intentions for attracting a guide, which could be proof you want to prove that they exist or you're just asking for healing or you request protection. You need support. You want to build a relationship with your guides. So choose one of them. I'll choose the first one now. It's the easiest. So I put it out there and say... My intention is that I want to have proof that my spirit guide or any spirit guides actually exist. So what I'm going to do is we're going to take a place where we can stay for at least 30 minutes for this kind of work, connecting with the spirit guides, and you just make sure that you're not going to be disturbed by anybody. Yeah. So lock the door, turn the phone off, Tell your family you're going to be gone for 30 minutes or you're going to find a place um, in nature or outside. You can even sit in your car. You're going to drive somewhere where no one is going to disturb you and you really have that kind of 30 minutes to yourself and really devoting it to, I'm going to find out if these spirit guides exist. I really need to know now. And the good thing is, that if we're staying open-minded we just want to have proof we didn't say what that proof needs to look like because we don't want to limit our experience we're just going to be open to whatever anything that's going to happen and you can do this exercise on different days and you will have different experiences so that's why we really want to be open you're going to put some nice music on or you might going to put an incense on if you've got one and if you like them just anything that really makes you relaxed and feels good for you because you want to be in a good vibration. I would suggest that you're going to sit down instead of laying down because the problem with laying down is you could easily fall asleep and then you're going to wake up and go like, hmm, <laughs> I've just had a good nap, so I'm not quite sure if Spirit Guide exists because what we want, we want to have a conscious experience so we can prove to our logical mind that we do exist. Yeah, so we need to remain aware and conscious. I want you now to just close your eyes and allow yourself to become aware of your body for a moment. And really allowing yourself to feel deeply into your body, you might going to feel really uncomfortable. Um, there's maybe some pain, some tension, all sorts of things. And just become aware of them and allow these things to be there for a moment. And no matter how you feel, you know, sometimes you go like, ooh, there's a little bit of tension, I want this to go away, and why is this there? You start analysing things, and I just want you now to really focusing on your breathing and embrace everything for this moment in time, what you're feeling in your body. You're not going to wish it away, you really allow it to be there. We're breathing in and breathing out. Are really relaxing into our body, allowing the tension to be there, embracing that we're feeling uncomfortable, and with every breath. We're going to get more and more relaxed. We're breathing in and breathing out. We're getting more and more relaxed with every breath we take. With the next breath, I want you to become aware of your intention. The intention that you want to connect with your guide and prove that they exist. Taking a deep breath in and allowing this intention to fill all of our body now every cell, every atom of our body. We're breathing in and breathing out. And with the next breath, we're allowing the guide, who has now drew closer to us to step into our energy field. We're breathing in and breathing out and just allowing the guide to step into our energy field. We're totally focusing on our body, becoming aware of any changes. Maybe there's a tingly feeling somewhere. We might feel heavy or we might feel very light. There could be an experience of a change in temperature. We might become aware of a presence just close to us. And whatever it is, what you experience, you just embrace it. You don't analyze it. Just allow it to be there. Just allow your guide to be in your presence. We're breathing in and breathing out. Allowing ourselves to become more and more relaxed. With the next breath, I want you to ask your guide now to step out of your energy field, to withdraw his or her energy from your field. Just be aware of any changes in your body. Becoming aware of a shift of energy if that happened. And keep focusing on your breathing. We're breathing in and breathing out. The guide is still there, it's just further away now, it's not directly in your energy field, so that will feel different. If you feel that your mind gets active and is going to try to analyze and ask all sorts of questions, just focusing on your breathing, returning to the breath, returning to the body and allowing yourself to stay there for a moment. The next breath, I want to invite you to ask your guide to come closer again. Allowing the guide to step into your energy field. Becoming aware of any changes in your body, changes in your mood, changes in your feelings, Totally embracing this experience. Completely allowing yourself to relax. and you can repeat this exercise anytime when you've got a few minutes spare time the best would be to maybe calculate around 30 minutes to really allow the connection to take place taking your time to calm down connecting with your body before sending out your request to meet with your guide and then you're going to ask the guide to step into your energy field become aware of the changes that you experience and then you can ask the guide to withdraw from your energy field and again be aware of the changes that you experience in your body your mind and your spirit If the mind tries to interfere in your guide meditation, analyzing, doubting, wanting to make sense of what's happening, you just return to your breath and really focusing on your breathing, observing your chest rising and sinking, really coming into your body. It might gonna require a few times till you have that kind of openness or discipline of the mind. But once you do this on a regular basis, you will see how that relationship with your guide will be improved and you can help yourself to convince yourself that these guides are going not going to exist but they are existing. And don't forget, of course, if you come out of this kind of trans meditative state, you're going to be back in normal, conscious, logical mind. And the mind still will have its doubts. It still's going to, I'm not sure if you made all of this up. What was that kind of experience? Is that even true? Just allow the mind to be there. You don't need to feed into it. Because the experience that you have when you have a spiritual experience or you do an exercise like this is beyond the logical mind. You are entering into a different state of consciousness. This allows you to perceive the world in a different way where the logical problem-solving mind is not needed because you have a direct experience that you don't need to make sense of. You just know it's happening because it's happening. And of course, if you come out of it and then you're confronted with everyday reality where we are confronted with problems, we need to find solutions um, where we think about stuff, where we're planning and thinking and creating and following the rules and the laws. This is where the ego mind, the logical mind, the rational mind lives And it does have its purpose. It really helps you to stay alive. Um, But it also has its limitations. You will never ever be able to reach your spirit guide with the logical mind. Because they're not on the same frequency. I hope this little exercise did help you to start out working closer with your guides starting out to be intrigued about experimenting a little bit with the other side, the spiritual dimension. As I said, if you want to learn more or you're interested to stay in touch with me, you should visit my website on www.mehalmahipal.com, and there's many more different blog posts and articles also about my work. I do work one-to-one with people and soon my Energy Master program is going to be released. So that's maybe something where you feel this could help you to take your spiritual path, your journey, your experience to the next level. I'm looking forward to share more wisdom with you in two weeks time with my next episode. Till then, take care and speak soon.